All right, welcome to the Business of Love. My name is Dan Lear, and I'm here with my co-host in business and in life, Jennifer Lear. Hi right, there. Jennifer. Welcome, welcome. Well, thank you very much. How are you today? You're, I'm really good. You know, it's been a minute. We had the holidays, and so it's been a minute since we've been in here, and it's nice to be back in the studio. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah. We're well, in trouble today because I've Why? had a lot of caffeine, and I'm ready to rock. Whoa, okay. So. <laughs> well, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah I feel great. Um, you know, still doing my thing, going to see my doctors and all that, mm -hmm. but they say I'm good for today. <laughs> yeah, you're doing good. Good you look for good. today. Thank you. Thank Excellent. you. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, but it's been a great uh, start so far, and I'm excited to get on this. So, hey, today's topic. Can I jump into this yeah, real quick? Yeah, please I'm do. So I, love, I love this topic, too. Well, hey, before we get started, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first opportunity to the business of love, this is a podcast where Jennifer and I uh, talk about the parallels between growing your business and an Oh, and success in an intimate relationship. Relationship, so easy for me to say. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, uh, in business, if you're a business owner, VP, uh, director of sales, HR, whatever, you'll do a lot of things to improve your business skills. You'll go to events, you'll go to seminars, you'll uh, be more patient with people than you really want to be. You'll do whatever you need to do to help things go in the right direction. And if we would do the same things in our intimate relationships, uh, they would be flourishing. So that's what Jennifer and I talk about. And before we get down to the content here, I just want to remind you to go to our website, thebusinessoflove.vegas. That is thebusinessoflove.vegas. And look at our Vegas weekend getaway, where we have couples come in and spend two days with Jennifer and I here in Las Vegas and really drill down and set out a game plan for your success to increase the intimacy in your relationship. So that is awesome. And that is the best money you'll ever spend. Right, mm -hmm, Jennifer? Absolutely. <laughs> Saved a lot of marriages, baby. Absolutely. All right. So today, today I'm excited about this. This is called business consultant versus marriage counselor. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by that is just like we talked about here in this intro is, you know, in business, we are so quick to go hire a business consultant to help us with our sales, our marketing, our HR, whatever we want to do. But we're very slow Mm -hmm. to go to a consultant in our marriage, which would be considered a marriage counselor yeah. or a therapist yeah. or whatever. It's kind of like this weird thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, I work, as you know, Jennifer, I work in the business world. I'm a consultant yep. and I'm in companies all over the world all the time. I mean, you do executive coaching. That's what I mean. I do. This is what you do That's for do. high level executives. Yep. And it's an accepted practice. It's normal. Yep. I mean, you expect it in business, right? If you're struggling or you're going to do something different or you want to tweak your sales or something, oftentimes people hire consultants. It's a, it's a common practice. Yeah. But Why is it such a stigma in marriages? <laughs> well, as a man, as a man, answer this for me. Why do you think there's such a stigma in marriages if you say you're going to a marriage counselor, a fam a family marriage, a marriage and family therapist? Why, why is there a stigma with that? You know, I, I can only answer it from my yeah. my belief system. And, I, um, you know, I mean, I, I would do it today. Yeah. You and I have talked about it. Um, but maybe 10 years ago, I mean, with the way I was brought up, I, my parents never went to any marriage counselors. Yeah. And my parents were divorced when I was six. Mm -hmm. My father's in a new relationship. His relationship has gone well. My mother is still single. Yeah. But it's kind of like taboo. It's kind of like, uh, in my opinion, based on how I was raised, I didn't have a lot of exposure to it, but the underlying conversation 
from my perspective is, is that it's weak or yeah. obviously you're not good enough to do it yourself or I guess a sign of weakness. I mean, I find that so fascinating because yeah. um, you're in the, you do this for a living. I do it. Um, I book this for a living. So I, people come, companies come to me, executives come to me, um, vice president of sales and other leaders in corporations come to me to bring them a consultant, an expert in a certain topic so that they can speak on that topic to their people so that their company and their people can get better. Um, I just did, I just hired just today, I was um, with a, a client that I had hired a leadership speaker for their leaders to help them become better leaders so they can help you know, be with their people and have better teams and grow the culture. And it's completely 100% acceptable. But for some reason, people are afraid to go into that marriage counselor or that marriage therapist and to go and get help with that and the relational side, which people need that because that's the most difficult part is to have that interpersonal, um, you know, relationship and be vulnerable, right? Because they're so afraid to be wrong, um, I think is where it comes from. Or like you said, men might think that they're weak if they have to go into that. They're not doing something right, but it's okay to do not something right in business and get help with it. Why is it not okay in marriage? And so, um, you know, just for an example, like you're a president or CEO and you want to put the performance of your sales teams or your leaders and, um, you know, you could do it yourself, right? But oftentimes you can't do, oftentimes you can't do it yourself. Or if you could do it yourself, you already would have. And sometimes, you know, people don't listen to the people who are around them, like not preaching in their own town. And so they have right. to bring in an outside expert to come and do that. Um, you know, which is, which is what people end up doing. But imagine if you didn't do that. That'd like imagine, imagine if you, if you, we're having issues with your sales teams or any other production operations, you know, whatever. And you knew that they needed help and you didn't bring somebody in to come help them. Yeah. That would be grounds for termination. Well, it would be, it'd be futile, right? To the organization. Oh well, yeah. I mean, if I was a CEO and we oh, had yeah. a sales problem and you're the VP of sales yeah. and you're not bringing in a consultant or getting help, um, that's, that's grounds that's for termination. A, absolutely. And so here, you know, you're not going to improve. It's only going to go down, right? If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And it just makes sense, but they do that. They'll bring in a sales trainer. They'll bring in, you know, speakers and, and, and uh, people leading workshops and whatever, but not in a marriage. And I find that so interesting. You know, so, so let me, I'm going to interrupt yeah. you here because you asked earlier about, you know, why is that? Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that, but I've got feelings about it. And I think that, you know, um, men, I'm generalizing here. Yeah. Uh, I'll only speak for myself, but. There's a, there's a, there's a fear of being vulnerable yeah. and a fear. I mean, you know this about me because we've grown a lot over the last 10 years, but yeah. there's a fear amongst men about being totally vulnerable and opening up and seeing, seeing what's under the hood, you know, like getting down to what's yeah. really going on. Yeah. And I think that's a challenge for, for a lot of men. Yeah. Uh, I really do. And so. I mean, when it gets to a certain point in the relationship, I mean, if you are with a woman you want to be with and you know that, I think you'll go to a counselor. I really do. I really do. Because I, I mean, I, I would have, yeah. if you and I were like, Hey, you need to come see a counselor. Oh, I'd like to see a counselor. I would have I would have seen one with you. Um, I mean, I guess I would have done that with my previous wife as well. If, if she wanted to, Yeah. but yeah. she's the one who wouldn't go. Interesting. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm not sure the answer to that, but I, yeah. I believe it's vulnerability. I just believe I it's you're right. peeling back, peeling back the armor. Yeah. You know, we're supposed to be the leaders. We're supposed to be tough, and we're supposed to be, 
protective and you know i heard i heard a i heard a quote um yesterday i was talking to a speaker and and a friend a dear friend of ours and somebody who you've known for over 20 years um peter montoya and and he said something and and i i asked him i said is this a peterism or is this something that you heard because it was so brilliant i don't know if i've ever heard this before but um um i think it went um it's in my notes because i was gonna i'm using it for another podcast but um i think it went um if you don't think you're perfect, then you don't have to protect perfect. So if you understand that you're not perfect, mm-hmm. then you don't have to protect being perfect. So I think oftentimes people think that they have to be perfect and they have to be great at everything. But when you know you're not and you know you're fallible and you know you're human, that you're going to make mistakes and sometimes big ones, that you can go, oh, God, I really fucked up, you know, and I really made a mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um and in those times, then you can maybe go into a counseling situation. So you can go and be vulnerable because you know you don't know what to do. You don't have all the answers. If you know you don't have all the answers, it's okay that you don't. And then you can maybe go get help. Because I think, I feel like, and I've done a lot of work on this in my own world, and I've seen other people do the same, is that, you know, when you go, when you know that you have a dark side, and we all do, we all have one. And if you know that you, um, when you recognize that, and you're not afraid of it, but you can learn to um, appreciate it and accept it and know that's a part of who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, that when you go into counseling you d- and you don't have to be afraid of that part. And I think oftentimes people are afraid of being wrong. So when you go into marriage therapy therapy or counseling, yeah. there's problems, right? And problems. it's like, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, Bad. I'm right. No, I'm right. Yeah. And you're afraid of being wrong. I think you're afraid of being wronged, you know, or being labeled wrong. And that's where the, I think that's where the vulnerability comes in and the humbleness comes in of, look, I want to fix our marriage. That's what I want first and foremost. Yeah. If I'm in the wrong, then let me be in the wrong, but let's fix the marriage. And I think when two people, luckily, luckily you and I have come to those points where we were both able to come to the table and say, oh my God, I'm sorry. What can I do to fix it? Right. You know, so we didn't have to get to a counselor where we had to have that mediation, but, um, you know, with that, but I went, you know, so that I could figure out where, what I was thinking and so I could help us, you know, and do that. Um, let me, let me share something that was interesting because so, you know, Jennifer and I have been together for 10, 11, 12 years. Be 12 years. 12 sure, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be 10 years of marriage mm-hmm. in this coming year in November. And so we've had some some challenging times. And so Jennifer <clears throat> went to a therapist on her own to learn more about herself and how to, to deal with me. And then the course of her improvement, obviously, she was, we, were, ha- we were having more success. She got better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was talking to me about going to see this marriage counselor or therapist, and, and I was open to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she just said things were going well and it wasn't necessary. Well, 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 I don't want to, I want to clarify that because things weren't just magical. I want people to know that things mag- were, I didn't say magic. No, no, no. But you said <laughs> things were going well. I want people to know that I got better at communicating. So I got better at telling you what I wanted, needed, and was seeing, and you were amazing enough to go okay i need to change some behavior so things happened that would have happened in a marriage counseling situation you just happened to do it at home because i was able to get 
really clear on what I needed. Yeah. And so that helped with that. So it didn't, I just want people to know, it didn't just get better. It, it, we worked really hard and there were some difficult times, yeah. you know, with that. And so, yes, because you did make improvements and because you did, um, not like you spent, like, it's, I mean, we both made improvements. Um, <laughs> um, it's not all Dan. So, um, but because you and I both got better together as we went forward, we did not have to go to somebody yeah. at that time. And that's what was so beautiful about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of drill down a little bit, one of the things that you worked on, I know, is how to ask for what you want, mm -hmm. how to communicate clearly. Mm -hmm. True or not true? Okay, not true. Never mind. So, <laughs> moving on. So, we got four oh steps God. for you. We got four steps for you to move on. No, where forward. are you going with that? Let's, I want to finish that. Where are you going with that one? I want to know. I'm sorry. I was. I had totally to... lost it already. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I. I remember you telling me that, that, yeah. that you had an issue asking for what you wanted and didn't know how to ask for what you wanted in the relationship. Am I, am I crazy? Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. okay. So there you go. So the point was, is that <laughs> Jennifer went because she needed help. You know, she had been in other relationships before, obviously. And so there was maybe that common issue in the past that here she was again in another relationship and she was having issues, um, communicating with me and, that was one of the things she figured out. And when mm -hmm. she figured that out, our relationship did improve. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I made improvements as well, but that's one of the things that you did mm -hmm. that helped us. And so, I mean, it's a, it's a two-way street. So all I'm saying is that you took action first. Uh, we were both going to go. Mm -hmm. um, you made improvements and made some adjustments. And uh, as a result of that, you were able to ask for what you wanted. And then I made some adjustments. Mm -hmm. And then here we are, blissfully happy today. <laughs> So here we are moving on. So ladies and gentlemen, we've got four steps uh, for you to move forward uh, with some kind of a counselor or identify if you need one. So here we are. Step one. Am I doing step one, baby? Or are you doing step I'm one? I'm doing step All one. All right, step one. We kind of we kind of covered a lot of it, but it was it really is recognized. Well, let's get these four steps though. Okay. It's really mm -hmm. is recognized and acknowledged that you and or your partner need help, probably both of you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in your business, if your sales team's struggling, anybody else is struggling, you're going to go get help. Yep. Um, know that you can do that in your marriage as well, and the sooner the better. Like, don't do it when it's too late. If you need yeah. help in the beginning, go, because you wouldn't do it too late in your business, you'd lose your business. Yeah, such a great you know? point. You don't want to lose your marriage. Such a great point. So I'm just, here's my message to men. So I can only talk to the men. So I'm talking to the men, get over your ego. And just mm -hmm. make it happen. So if you are, if you're serious about your relationship and you want to, you want to enhance your relationship or maintain your relationship, drop your ego, move it to the back, and just make it happen. It's uh, it'll work out. So that's my message to you. I didn't do it, but I would have done it. And hopefully it doesn't happen in the future. But if it does, I'll be going in there with a big smile on my face. So step two, um, <clears throat> it's okay. Nobody's perfect. Right. So that, you know, step one is acknowledging you have issues. Step two is it's okay. Nobody's perfect. And oftentimes we need help, right? Uh, we have negotiators, advisors, and boards of directors to help guide us in business. Uh, and we must have the same mentality in our relationships. And so that's my message specifically to you men out there, because that's how we think sometimes, right? Put yourself in a business situation. If you were the CEO of your relationship, how would you handle the situation? You would hire a consultant. Mm -hmm. Step three. 
Yes. Um, and so, so, so this is, this is really interesting and very important. So step three is finding an expert that feels good to both of you. So, um, and this is something that I've, because I experienced this, um, definitely find one that you can go yourself. Like if your partner, cause it could be, a, uh, either the husband or the wife or the, you know, the partner, yeah. one of the other partners, um, maybe doesn't want to go, uh, go yourself. Don't go, Oh, we're not going because he doesn't want to go or she doesn't want to go. Go anyway, like go for you because this is what's going to happen. You're going to improve and either your relationship will improve because of that or your relationship won't improve and fuck it, you're going to leave. You know, like that's then, then guess what? You're going to be improved. You're going to be a better person. You're going to have personal development. You're going to soar and be better of, of a better version of you. And if your partner can't go along with that, then guess what? It'll be a natural progression for you to want to leave the marriage over time, you know, if this doesn't happen. So no matter what you win, if you go to counseling, that's right. No matter what. Um, but if your partner is willing to go, then make sure that you have somebody that you're both comfortable with. Because I've heard some friends that have gone to counseling like, oh, that counselor's on her side or that counselor's on his side or yada, yada, yada. Right. Um, so this is something that you need to know. And, and a lot of a fallacy, I do want to share this for any of the men that are listening. A fallacy is that you guys think that if you get a male counselor, he'll be on your side. And that is not the truth. And so that's a that's a big falsehood that men tend to believe. Quite honestly, if you get a female counselor, she'll be more on your side than a male counselor will. So just keep that under, you know, just keep that into your um, uh, information pocket there. Um, but definitely get one together. Um, oftentimes they'll want to work with both of you separately. So you have your alone time with the counselor and then you have your together time, which is really good for the counselor so that they can get aspects and understanding on, on who you are individually and then see who you are as a, as a couple and where the problems are happening. Um, and then just, you know, find out who you're both comfortable with. Like I said, you don't have to stay with the same counselor. So if you do find somebody and you're like, they're, you know, they're definitely one-sided or they're not balanced or whatever, find somebody new. Right. You know, find somebody new. Right. But the bottom line is you must go into that situation with an open mind. 100%. Right? So that's oh, yeah. I mean, you got to do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right? So you yeah. can't, you, you just got to go in there with an open mind. Yeah. This is the thing. If you care about your relationship, do the work. Right. Do the work. So step number four is do the work. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even see that that was the number four. I'm sorry. That's okay, baby. So step number four, ladies and gentlemen, is do the work. Welcome to the show, baby. Welcome to the show. So some here's the deal. Some Welcome people to go to counsels for counselors for years yeah. and they don't improve. Yeah. Because they're not doing the work. Oh yeah, yeah I'm just going. In name only. Yeah. I'm showing up to appease my wife or to appease my yeah. husband. So, you know, my message is if you're going to do this, yeah. do it. I, but mean, I will I will add some, I, I will have a caveat, not a caveat, but uh, um, an asterisk there. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It is not easy. Like you go to counseling and then you have to uncover stuff in the marriage. Uh, right. Yeah, I realize it's not easy. And and then you, then there's a lot of uncomfortable situations. And, you know, we were, we went through that really rough patch and um, it's not fun. And it's not comfortable. But if you don't go through that part, you don't heal. You can't you can't go kind of deep into it and, and, and understand where each are coming from. And then you, you know, after some time of thinking about it, then it gets easier. You know, there's 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 hills and valleys that you'll go through, but knowing that it's temporary, it's not forever, you yeah. know. And I mean, we didn't know that. And and the, the great thing is it was ours was shorter because I think we were both so invested in in helping the marriage and loved each other so much yeah. and so we we're like okay let's fix this yeah and so that's and and you've really had so much to do with that like you had so much more of that 
And um, that was powerful. So, you know, it is okay that you know it's not going to work. But you know what? Is it work? Is it worth six months to a year of of difficulty to have a lifetime of happiness? I think so. Yeah. And again, back to what I said earlier. I mean, if you love your spouse, you know, no, no, no matter which side of the fence, I mean, you, you got to go. You know, I didn't. I, I like I said, I would have went. I don't. I don't want to lose you. I don't want to lose you. So, yeah. You if, know, it that, a, if it was a, it was a choice of me saying I'm leaving if you don't go, you would have. Oh, of course, went. of course. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying is that that's the thing. It's like, I just feel like that in my heart. Like if you if you are in love with your husband or wife and there's an issue, then just I mean you go. Why, why wouldn't you go? Mm-hmm. I mean, get rid of the ego, because what's your life going to be like without him or her? So drop your ego. Same thing in business. If you're struggling and if you're a salesperson, you're struggling in sales and your boss says, hey, we're going to send you this Tony Robbins program because we think you have potential. What are you going to say? Like, nah, nah, I, I, I'm just good the way I am. I mean, you're not going to be there very long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, think about that. Yeah. You're, and you're either growing or dying. So in business, if you're not growing and getting better, you're going to get crushed. Mm-hmm. And in relationships, you know, we tend to just think it's on cruise control. And uh, it is oftentimes, and then your relationship is not so good. Yeah. And so those yeah. that are not on cruise control who are operating as it, it really matters, they find success. So anyway, those are our four steps. I think those are great four steps. And, and I don't know if this is a message more for the men or for the women, but I mean, uh, oh, for both. it's for both. But I just, fe- I feel like we, the male gender has a difficult time with that, Yeah. at least you know, people from my generation did. Maybe maybe the younger generation is more open to that. So, yeah. but that is the game plan. So, um, anything else to add on to that, Jennifer? No, I think, I think, I think that's a good job on outlining that process because if you love your husband or wife, then it's if it's worth saving, then you'll go do it. So, do the work. All right. So, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on our episode called Consultant, Business Consultant versus a Marriage Counselor. Always some solid ideas for you to take and, and share with your partner. And remember, Vegas, uh, the business of love.vegas. That's the business of love.vegas to find out information about our weekend getaways and anything, any new happening. So thanks for joining us. Every Sunday at 8, 8 a.m., a new podcast drops. So make it a great week. And Jennifer, great job. Great job. See you later.